This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. This month, God has given us another theme. He has given us a theme. And the word he sent to us this month is full joy. Hallelujah. Full joy. So this morning, you know, within the, the time that I'll be here, I'll just quickly want to look at full joy and what, what it is, what, how we can walk in this full joy and what, is, what this full joy could be to us. And our text that God has given us for this month, which I believe all of us have received, if you are a member of this parish, and even if you are not and you've been following us, you would have seen it in all our, uh, through all our social uh, media handles. Hallelujah. And it's Romans 15 verse 13. Romans chapter 15 verse 13. And it says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I would like to read the New Living Translation as well. You know, it's, it's so that we just, I love that one too, as the way it puts it. It says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then, you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The, the Passion Translation puts that, that bit of the, 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 the joy. It says, then, it says, I will fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy. Amen. Uncontainable joy. I will fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy, full joy, full joy. I decided, okay, let me, let me just do my own small studies and see what, what this full, what full is, what joy is. Maybe my understanding or maybe how I will explain it, <clears throat> excuse me, will not convey the message. So, and, and I discovered full, full, the, the online dictionary says full is containing or holding as much as much or as many as possible, having no empty space, having no empty space. Hallelujah. But then joy, joy, it says joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. This is an emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires, the prospect of possessing one, uh, what one desires. And while I was starting also, you know, I came across what one man of God says about joy. He says, joy is a subtle assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life. Hallelujah. Overflowing to, with, with joy. He says, joy is the subtle assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life. The quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right. And a determined choice to praise God in every situation. Determined choice to praise God in every situation. So looking at joy, then 
takes me to what the, 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 the Passion Translation says. You know, it takes me to what the Passion Translation says. It has no empty space, uncontainable, that you will be so filled, overflowing, that it's uncontainable. It means that when you are joyful, when you have full joy, because it's uncontainable wherever you go and as you're walking, it's impacting. People are seeing it. You don't even have to speak about it. You don't even have to tell others, but they see it because it's uncontainable. It's uncontainable. Joy is an altitude. Joy is an attitude. Joy is an attitude. And, and, and you can choose to be like this. You can choose to be in this attitude, going down. Or you can choose to just be, you know, cruising on that particular attitude. You can choose to be, you can choose for your joy to be on this attitude, on the ascent. It all depends on what choice, on how you think this joy is. And reading, going back to our passage, you, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because if you choose to be going down like this, if you choose for your joy to be descending, then something is wrong. Then something is wrong, which means you need to check. So joy is an attitude. Gratitude is a way of seeing the joy in the little things. Little things. Gratitude is a way of seeing joy in little things. Little things around us. The more you practice gratitude, the easier it will be to see the simple joys in our everyday lives. I want to say here that you can still feel joy when you are going through difficult times by appreciating the little things that bring joy to your everyday life. You can still see joy. You can still feel joy. Even if you are going through difficult times. How? Appreciating. Appreciating the little things. Whether it's a hot cup of coffee or your children running around or the network of friends you, you know you have that you can turn to. You know, all those little things, you can still feel joy in them. You just look at the situation and say, oh, Lord, I just thank you for this. You know, you can still feel joy in it. Not say, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, despite all this situation, thank you that I can rise and pray. Thank you that my relationship with you has not been affected. You can still feel joy. You can feel joy and not be happy. Yeah, oh yeah, you can still joy and not be happy. How? Sure. You can get the long, maybe you have that long-awaited promotion. You've been waiting for it. Then the promotion comes, but then it has come with movement. You are happy that you've been promoted. You are joyous that you've been promoted because you feel God has, has done it for you. But then you are, you're not happy because you're, you, you're missing those friends, those colleagues, or those people, or the fellowship that you've been used to. So you can feel joy and not be happy. You can, still, you can still feel joy through your actions because your action is what align, aligns you to your values. Your action is what aligns you to your values. Joy is a spiritual quality that lasts forever. It lasts forever. And that's why I will advise you, guard your joy. Keep your joy. Make sure your joy is not on the descent. Make sure you keep it. Make sure your joy is on the upward spiral. Just make sure it's just going upward. If at worst still, just maintain it where it is. But make effort to see that it's going higher. Joy has healing power. Joy has healing power. I mean, we'll begin to look at some of the points. We'll see, we'll look, we'll see that as well. Joy has healing power. 
Sometimes challenging situations or circumstances make us think that we have to give up being joyful and get upset. But the ability to feel and show joy doesn't come from favorable circumstances of our human feelings or our human lives. Joy comes from God. Joy comes from God. Yeah, joy comes from God. And joy, God doesn't give it half full or half empty. It's full. It comes from him. We can't lose joy. We can't lose joy any more than we can lose God. The way you lose your joy is just by losing God, by going away from God, straying away from him, you know, your relationship with him. If we are forever in his presence, joy will be forever. We will have joy forever. The more you, you dwell in his presence, the more joy you have. And the more you stay there forever there, then the joy is yours forever. Again, I will refer us to Romans 15, 13 that we read. Maybe we'll just go back there and continue to read it and pray for revelation. The Bible tells us that real joy comes from God and it's ours forever. And the joy that comes from God's presence is, is not static. The joy that comes from God's presence is not static. It, it flows. It flows and it transforms us. It transforms and regenerates us. Joy that comes. is not static. So, then the question, why full joy? Do I need this full joy? What is in joy? Why do I need it? What is in joy? God will not give you what you don't need and what is not useful to you. God has seen what we're going through and said, look, you need what you need in this moment, in these times. What you need in this situation that we are is full joy. Is full joy. It's to remind us again that in case you're losing your joy, in case you're staying away from me, what you need now is full joy. It means you need to still come, you need to come back to me. There, need, there has to be a shift towards me. So we'll look at a few, a few points. He gives us only full, uncontainable joy. We'll look at a few points for walking in joy. Number one, and I will go through them quickly because I have quite a number of the points that are written here. I want, I want us to finish, and uh, I'll call uh, Brother David back here to lead us in some good uh, time of, uh, of praise. Today's Thanksgiving service, so wherever we are, he will, he will lead us in, you know, we just dance, just dance, dance, just give thanks to God, you know, through your worship, your praise in your, in, in your homes there, in the altar that God has raised in your homes. Number one, joy can be restored by God. That's one of the points for walking in joy. Joy can be restored by God. In Psalm 51 verse 12, the Bible says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me, uphold me by your generous spirit. That was David crying unto the Lord after the prophet Nathan had visited him and said to him, Look, what you have done, God has said the person that has done this is going to pay for it. And David realizing that, look, I have done this horrible thing. And one of the things that is going to come with this punishment is the fact that I'm going to lose my joy. And so he cried unto God, Lord, restore. restore. I don't know where you are today. I don't know where your situation is. Maybe you're losing your joy. But God can restore the joy. God can restore the joy. Remember the joy that filled your heart when you got saved. The first time you gave your life to Christ. Yes, that joy is still available today. 
And it is God's will for you to live in joy. It is God's will for you to, to have that joy. It is God's will for you. Cry out. Cry out for restoration of joy if you are losing your joy. God is still God. His desire is that we will know his joy in our hearts in such a way that it becomes obvious to others. His desire is that we will overflow with this joy in such a way that as we move about, people will know and know that there's something different. There's a joy that is different in this person. So cry out for this restoration. Cry out for restoration of your joy. Wherever you are, just cry out to God and say, Lord, restore. Just restore. Restore the joy of your salvation back to me. Lord, I want this joy more than ever before. I need it. I need it. Cry out unto him. You may be saying, oh, no, but I don't need it. But you need it. You may be saying, but where have I lost the joy? But check yourself very well. Check again. Sit back and ask, oh, what are the things? What are the kind of thoughts that have been going on in my mind? Number two thing, joy is found in God's presence. Joy is found in God's presence. Psalm 16 verse 11. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, You will show me the path of life in your presence. In your presence is fullness of joy. In God's presence is fullness of joy. Joy is found in God's presence. God, joy is found. Make a determined effort, therefore, to spend time in God's presence, especially in these times. Make a determined effort. Just determine I'm going to spend time in God's presence. Because in his presence, there's fullness of joy, not half joy fullness of it. Number three thing is that joy is a result of righteousness. Joy is the result of righteousness. It is for those who trust in God and walk in righteousness. Joy is joy for those who trust in God and walk in righteousness. In Psalm 97 verse 11, the Bible says to us, I'm reading New Living Translation, that it said, light shines on the godly and joy on those whose hearts are right. If you have unaddressed sin in your life, it will diminish your joy. If you have a sin that, you know, it's just eating you little by little, it will diminish your joy. It will diminish your joy. It will diminish joy in your life. But walking it with God in righteousness, abiding in his presence, increases your joy. Increases your joy. And that's why you will see some people, you see, you know, you just, you just wonder why some people will just stand there and you're insulting them. And they're just smiling and just saying, oh God, this God is faithful. God is good. And you're insulting them and the person is just smiling genuinely, genuinely and walking away. And saying, have you seen what the Lord has done for me? Have you seen his goodness in my life? That's genuine joy. But you find it you know, as a result of your righteousness. Number four, number four thing in walking with joy is to delight in the word of God. When you need to find joy, you need to delight in the word of God. When you delight in the word of God, it helps you to find joy. The Bible tells us in Psalm 119 verses 111, Psalm 119 verses 111, the NIV Version says, your statutes are my heritage forever. They are the joy of my heart. The best you can get of some inheritance, maybe from your uncle, that inheritance you're waiting for, that inheritance you're waiting for, maybe uncle or, or your auntie or your dad and the rest of it, the best of it can only be temporary. But the Bible is an inheritance from the Lord. It's a, it is better than gold, diamond, rubies, name it. It is better than all of those things because it has been passed down to you. It has been passed down to you. When we see the Bible as treasure, we have inherited. 
then our mindset will always lead to joy. We'll have that mindset that will lead to joy. Number five thing, joy produced, joy is produced by righteous hope. Number five, joy is produced by righteous hope. Proverbs Proverbs chapter 10, verse 28 says to us, The hope of the righteous brings joy, but the expectations of the wicked will perish. That's English Standard Version that I'm reading. It says, The the hope of the righteous brings joy, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. Hallelujah. So for the Christian, hope is the anticipation that God will do something good, and he will continue to do it because he has done it. He had done it before. God has done good to us through his son, Jesus Christ, and will continue to do good more and more in our lives always, more than we even, we even can think or count. If we develop the habit of anticipating goodness in our lives, we will have full joy. We will have full joy. Hallelujah. Number six. Joy is produced by the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5.2, joy is produced by the Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 2 says to us that the fruit, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. So one measure of the Spirit working in our life is joy. If the Spirit is not producing joy in your life, brother, sister, then check. Check it. Something is likely blocking it. Something is likely blocking the flow of it. The work of the Spirit in you is not moving. When, when you're not seeing it, then something is blocking. It's blocking the work of the Spirit in you. So ask the Lord to help you identify that blockage. Ask him to help you identify that blockage. And not only identify it, but pray and say, Lord, as you identify this blockage, remove it, flush it out. Flush it out so that your joy will flow in my heart again. Number seven, joy comes when we trust in the Lord. Joy comes with trust when we trust in the Lord. Psalm 40 verse 4, Psalm 40 verse 4 says, Oh, the joys of those who trust the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud or in those who worship idols. Placing our trust in the Lord brings joy. We have a God who loves us more than we ever think, more than we can imagine. A God that has promised to help us. So if we trust him, if we trust him, he will help us. He will fill our hearts with the joy that he has promised us. So what then is in joy? What then is in joy? What then is in joy? Number one thing, praise. Praise is in joy. Praise is a natural outcome of joy. Praise is a natural outcome of joy. And then, like I said, after, the, after I'd finished, I'll call, you know, the, the, uh, Brother David again to come and lead us in praise. The psalmist says in Psalm 9, verse, Psalms number 9, verse 2, that I will be glad and rejoice in thee. And the outcome of it is that I will sing praise to your name, O thou most high. I will rejoice and be glad in thee. The natural outcome is I will sing praise to your name. I will sing praise to your name. When joy is available, then praise becomes automatic. When joy is available, praise is automatic. When joy is available, then, you you know, praise is an automatic move. The way fuel powers a vehicle is the same way joy powers praise. You know, the way in in the physical, the way you are, when you are weak, 
and they, they give you food so that you regain strength. It's the way in the spiritual joy is given to you as a believer when you are weak. And that is why Nehemiah verse, uh, chapter 8 verse 10. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. If we can have that up please. Is it there? Then he said to them, go your way. Eat the fat. Eat all the Burger King. Eat all the McDonald's. Drink the sweet. All the, the, the fizzy drink. Drink it and send portions to those who... Those for whom nothing is prepared. Those who don't, didn't even have anything. For this day is holy to our Lord. But he said one thing. He said, do not sorrow. Why? He said, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. They are eating. He has said, eat the physical one. But even in eating that physical one, do not sorrow. Because there's something that will fit you, that will give you strength in the, in the spiritual, which is the joy of the Lord. Joy of the Lord. Number two, two things that is in joy. Number two, the second thing in joy is health and vitality. Health and vitality. In Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22, it says, A cheerful heart, a merry heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. Oh, wow. A broken spirit. I pray none of us is broken in this period in the name of Jesus. I pray none of us, you know, has been, no, nobody's spirit has been broken in this period as a result of the circumstance in the name of Jesus. Because the Bible says it saps, it saps, it saps a person's strength. Joyful people don't get weakened at all. They go through from strength to strength. Joyful people are always strong. That's why, like I said earlier, joyful people, you see them and you are insulting them. And genuinely, you still see them joyful. Joyful people, you see them. And, and, and things, you just see things going as if they're going wrong around them. But they are still joyful. They have someone in the hospital, yet they are still joyful. And you're wondering because they're never weakened. Vitality. Health and vitality. Number three. Number three thing that is in joy. Supernatural fruitness. Supernatural fruit, uh, fruitfulness. Supernatural fruitfulness. If we can have Psalm 67, four, verse 4 to 7. Psalms number 67, verse 4 to 7, please. Hallelujah. Yeah, it says, Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. You shall judge the people righteously and govern the nations on earth. Selah. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Then the earth shall yield its increase. The earth shall yield her, her increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. So joy produces fruitfulness. Joy produces fruitfulness. Supernatural fruitfulness. I pray someone will be fruitful today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In conclusion, I want to say, Paul said in Philippians chapter 4 verse 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. All the way through, rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. He said, rejoice evermore in 1 Thessalonians 5.16. If you want to commit, if you want to command supernatural breakthrough, rejoice. If you want to command supernatural breakthrough, make sure you live in full joy. Divine intervention is provoked by man's celebration of God. As we read in Habakkuk 3, 17 to 19, we will not, we will not read there. But you just read it on your own. Divine intervention is provoked by man's celebration of God. 
I will not allow, he's like saying, I will not allow what I'm going through stop me from meeting my requirements for covenant intervention. The oh, COVID-19, or whatever it's called, this pandemic, I will not allow it, I will not allow that, that thing to affect me or, or, you know, or stop me from meeting my requirements for covenant intervention. Just get up wherever you are, rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. When the Holy Ghost fires up joy in you, you become so drunk that you don't even feel what is going on and you don't feel what others are feeling. So pray for, for, pray for that infilling of joy by the Holy Ghost. Pray that the Holy Ghost will fire you up again, fire you up so that you walk. When you are fired up by the Holy Ghost, you just find yourself intoxicated. You are just going and anything, you don't even feel what others are feeling. You just go. That's joy. That's joy. Somebody's joy is going to be restored this morning. Somebody's joy will be restored this month in the name of Jesus. Find something to be thankful for. Find something, no matter the circumstance. In every situation, the Bible tells us that there's something to be thankful for. There's something to be thankful for in every situation. First, that's First Thessalonians 5.18. If you sit down and write a list of all the things that God has done for you, all the wonderful things, all the wonderful blessings, if you sit down from, from what you, you would count as the little, the smallest thing, right to the biggest, you'll be surprised how, what, what will turn out of your list. You will be surprised. There are so many things to thank God for. So many, many things to thank God for. So find something, no matter how little, to thank God for. The things to be thankful for will surprise you. God has done for you. God has done a lot for you. It's all for you to just sit down and look. This month is a month of full joy. None of us will walk in half joy. None of us, none of us will walk this month saying, my joy is on the decrease. We will all, we will all increase in joy. And the joy we're talking about is not half joy, like I said earlier. It's not half full or half empty. It's full joy, overflowing that it's uncontainable. And that is a joy that we will come back here testifying with. Yesterday, my heart was so filled with joy. You know what? Because just this week, this, this, this last week, we, we had two weddings. Despite the circumstances that we are in, isn't God good? Isn't God good? Ah, David came here and he said, oh, out of the, the, the two weddings we had in one week, three of them are members of this choir. Hallelujah. But I stand, I stand here to say, look, that out of the, 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 all of them that, 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 that were married this week, all were church workers. Hallelujah. Isn't God faithful? And they were all glorious. Joy will fill our hearts this month. We have every reason to give God thanks. We have every reason to give God glory. And your own is on the way. Your testimony is on the way. In the mighty name of Jesus. Why not rise where you are? Rise where you are and let's begin to appreciate God. Let's begin to thank God. Appreciate this God of faithfulness. This God that has promised us full joy. Wherever you are, appreciate this God. Appreciate him. Just say, Father, I will rejoice no matter the circumstances. That in all situations, I will rejoice. In all situations, I will be full of joy. Nothing will hinder my joy. Nothing will affect my joy. Nothing will steal my joy. Wherever 
whatever you are, just lift up your voice and just say unto the Lord. And if you have missed your joy, if you have lost your joy, just shout unto him and say, Lord, restore to me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, O oh God. Lord, there's nothing I need right now like the joy of your salvation. Restore it back unto me. Fill my home with joy. Fill my family with joy. Fill me with overflowing joy. Fill everyone around me with overflowing joy. Father, I pray every member of this congregation, Father, fill with your joy. Fill, fill, fill. Let our testimony this month be that despite this all, despite all situations, I raise praise to joy. Despite all circumstances, that God is, be, is still faithful. God has shown me his power. Lift up your voices and just appreciate him. Appreciate this God. Appreciate this God. Appreciate this faithful God. Oh Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you Lord. Thank you because you've never forgotten us. Month after month, you send your word to us. Month after month, Father, you are there for us. Month after month, you have been faithful. Hallelujah to you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray, O oh God, for every home, every family amongst us. Lord will testify of full joy. This month, you will testify of God's full joy. Not only this month, this month and beyond and until eternity, joy will fill your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Your children will be beneficiaries of joy. You will abide in the presence of the Lord. Whatever wants to steal your joy will raise a standard against that thing today. And I command it to begin to leave you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' glorious name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Praise to Jesus. At this time, we'll be moving swiftly to the next segment of our worship. We'll bless the Lord with the things that he has blessed us with tokens from there. So our collections, our offerings, this is the time to bring those material things back to God. And thereafter, as we worship with our substances, we would also worship him in, in our dance, in our singing, in the lifting of our hands and uh, songs on our lips. I, I'd like us all to use the various uh, medium that we have um, to give at this time. There's the red donate button if you are um, giving through the church website and live stream. And the blue donate button if you're using Facebook. And also you could make transfers to the account numbers displayed on your screens just now. Um, I'll give us a, a, few, a few seconds, minutes um, to do that. And in that time... I will pray over the blessings that he has blessed us with, which we are returning to him. And then we'll go ahead and offer ourselves to him, offer our dance, offer our singing, offer our worship as we, as we bless his name. Father, we thank you because it's you who gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. 
We thank you for the grace this afternoon to offer back unto you out of the many abundance that you have granted us. We pray, Lord, that you rain your blessings over the substances that your children are offering this afternoon. We pray, Lord, because you owe no man. Lord, these offerings will be raised unto you as a memorial. you for giving to the Lord. That's part A. And part B. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.